So here's the million dollar question. How are men like us who work hard, have good motives and a God-given purpose supposed to fulfill the calling on our lives and the dreams in our hearts, all while establishing sexual integrity, thriving relationships, and a meaningful connection with God? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Sathya Sam. Welcome to Unleash the Man Within. Yo, 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 what's going on, man? Welcome to Unleash the Man Within. Thank you so much for listening. I'm so glad you guys are here today, and I am so grateful that you guys are here today. Um, you guys know that this podcast started out as a passion project. I like talking, so I thought, hey, why don't I do a daily podcast? And then, you know, it's just been crazy because now I honestly cannot imagine my life without this thing. I love it so much. I learn, I grow. And you guys are a major reason why I keep doing this because the numbers don't, they don't like, you know, we're about to cross 300,000 downloads. Uh, you guys are sharing a lot of our content with other people. And because you're doing that, we are reaching people in just unprecedented ways. Now, all of this is a little bit of a lead up to a special ask, which is that if you guys listen to this on Apple, if you are listening to this podcast, on Apple Podcasts, would you be willing to please leave a rating or review if you have found value from what we're providing? If you don't think what we're doing here is really that significant, or you'd be a little bit embarrassed to share this with other people, then don't leave your rating or review. But if you have found value in what we do, if you feel like there are other people in the world who could benefit from what we're doing here, it would mean the world to me if you would be willing to leave a rating for sure and a review goes a super long way. It just might change someone else's life because it'll signal to them that there's good content here that can help them. And as we know, what we're doing here can really impact someone's life if they apply what they're learning in our material. So that would mean the world to me. And if you're on another platform and you want to do that, it means the world to me as well. We're just doing a little bit of a, a mad dash right now for um, for. Uh, I'm fumbling over my words here. We're doing a bit of a mad dash for Apple because uh, something it's been some weird things kind of been going on with the, their platform. We had like 75 ratings. We were like skyrocketing. And then all of a sudden one day I opened it up and we had like 21. It was like kind of terrifying. I think the algorithm was just having a bad day or maybe a bad week. Uh, but then anyways, we're back. We're at 93 ratings at the time of this recording, and I'm on a mad dash to get 100. So if you guys want to be part of that, that would be so helpful. Okay, what we're talking about today is eliminating the victim mindset. <clears throat> Here's the deal. We all have at some point and at points in probably the day, the week, uh, certainly in our lives, we find ourselves in victim thinking. Let me give you a couple of Sathya examples, times where Sathya played the victim. I had the privilege, the rare honor of skipping a grade. So in grade one, my teacher observed that I finished my my work, you know, in basically record time. I was very proficient, very quick. And she thought, oh, well, he's really good at math. That's kind of where it started. And then it turned out basically every subject, like I was just, you know, I was messing around and talking to my friends and distracting them from doing their work and you know ordinarily she'd get upset about that but she was like well the kid's done his work so what can I do so she she had me do some some extra testing and got, this is crazy this stuff still blows my mind because I'm, I'm definitely not this smart but I, I guess I was I don't know how to reconcile that but basically I could read I was in French immersion that's like a thing here in Canada you have some schools uh, a handful of schools where you're exclusively in French so that 
by the time you graduate, you're bilingual. That's kind of the idea. So anyways, my parents wanted us in a, uh, a French immersion school. So after I did this test, they found out that I could read in French at a grade eight level. I could read in English, I think at a grade six level. My writing was at a grade four level. My math was at a grade six level. Like everything was just like super, super high. And I was only in grade one. I was six years old at the time. So I skipped a grade. And I had the biggest ego, you know, as big of an ego as you can have when you're seven years old, you're supposed to be in grade two, but you get to walk into the grade three classroom, like suck it, people, see you later. And all of a sudden, I am sitting in a classroom with kids who are way bigger than me, boys and girls, like just towering over me. And they all know stuff that I don't know. Now, they don't know it because they're so much smarter than me necessarily, although that probably was true to some extent, at least for some of the kids. But they know it because they've learned it in grade two, which I skipped. And rather than just being humble about it and being like, okay, this is going to just take me a couple of days, I started making all these excuses like, oh, I skipped grade two, so I don't have some of this. I used to have this, this, this term background knowledge. I don't have the background knowledge that you need to do some of this stuff. So I don't know. I mean, uh, you know, like this was easy for me in grade one, but I, I'm lacking the background knowledge. No, you're being a victim right? I was just being a victim. I remember when I struggled with porn addiction, I remember thinking at, at one point, this was when I was really trying to get free. And I was really agitated because I had another relapse. And it kind of just felt like I, I don't know what to do. Like, I feel like I'm doing everything I can. And I'm back here again. And it's not from a lack of effort. And I kind of was hoping that God would reward my effort. And that that would be enough to get free. And it's not and I'm frustrated. And I remember just feeling so mad at uh, the the devil. And I, th I think there's there's good reason to be angry at the devil when we find ourselves struggling with sexual sin. At the same time, we cannot blame the devil for our problems. And that's kind of what I was doing. I was like, oh, it's a stupid enemy. You know, can't wait till I'm in heaven. You know, can't wait till his life on earth is done and I'm in heaven free of all the schemes of the enemy and all that kind of stuff. You know, just like really bad victim thinking. Uh, I'm trying to think of other examples. Um, one thing that I have worked pretty hard to eliminate from my vocabulary, but it comes up sometimes, is you make me feel. Anytime you say you make me feel, you're playing a victim card. So, you know, my wife, this actually happened the other day. I caught myself saying it. My wife said something and I said, you make me feel ashamed when, you know, or when you, when you say that, you make me feel ashamed. Rather than saying, you know, when you say that, I feel ashamed. It's you make me. So it's it's victim, powerless language that basically says you own my emotions. You're responsible for my emotions. And I don't have any control over them. So I wanted to talk about uh, the victim mindset today because I guarantee you that somewhere in your life it is at play and it's hindering your growth. When I look back, Oh my gosh, it's so funny. I could, I could give you so many examples. I just I just give you three. But when I look back at any area where I was not growing or maybe to be more accurate, not experiencing the kind of fruitfulness that I felt I should be or that I thought I would be. You know, like if you've ever had that point where you're like, man, I'm, I'm 25 years old. I thought I would be doing more by now or I thought I would be married by now or, you know, I've been working in this job for five years, I kind of thought I'd be making more money by now or, you know, I'm making X number of dollars. I kind of thought I'd be a bit further ahead in life because of it than I really am. You know, like anytime I've kind of reached those points in life, whether they're professional 
financial, personal, relational, social, emotional, spiritual, I, I, I've often been able to dismantle the disconnect between my expected results and my actual results to a victim mentality. Typically, there has been an area or a realm that I have left to chance, as it were, or I have assumed, well, this is beyond my control. I'm not responsible for that. And in reality, when I take responsibility of that thing is when I get the breakthrough. One of the biggest things that, that has happened for me in, in this arena has been financially the last few years. Now, I, I, I talk about this lightly because I'm not some millionaire that's just raking in crazy piles of cash. Um, growing a business is a lot of work. And, and honestly, up until today, at the time of this recording, pretty much every dollar of profit that we've made in the business we've reinvested back into the company to hire or whatever. We're not pulling profits to go on crazy vacations or whatever. So that's just been our approach. But the fact that, you know, we have a profitable company is pretty cool. And what got me here was a few years ago when I thought, man, God has gifted me to speak. He's gifted me to teach. He's gifted me to coach and to equip and to lead. And here I am sitting in an executive office doing spreadsheets and emails all day, wasting away my life, barely making money to, to pay my bills, something's got to give. And when I reached that point, I realized, you know what? I'm responsible. I took this job. I, I was the one that that, that, that that took the role. I'm the one that's been selling myself short. Nobody told me I had to take this job. Nobody forced my hand into it. I, I took this job. I made this decision. I moved to this expensive city. Like there, there's nobody else to blame here but me. And, and for me, financially, I just realized I was climbing a ladder that was not going to go high enough, not, not, not to where I want it to be. And some of you listening don't give a rip about money or how much you make or reaching some kind of financial means. That's awesome. You probably, you probably would not experience this disconnect the way I'm describing, but you still might experience a disconnect in another way. And it's in the identification of the victim mentality and then the ownership of the jurisdiction that victim mentality is presiding in where you and I experience breakthrough. The reason I wanted to talk about this today, and I'm trying to share stories just to get your wheels spinning, is because number one, I don't think I need to call you out on your victim mentality. Most of us know where it is, and if we don't, all you need to do is identify the areas where that disconnect exists between what you thought you would have or what you think you should have or your desired outcome and your current reality. Wherever you have a divide that you're consciously aware of, there's probably a victim mentality at play, especially if that divide has persistently been the same size or same measure, or it's grown in measure, then, then that's a really good sign. The victim mentality is at play here, okay? The second thing is that overcoming the victim mindset is very, very simple. It's not easy necessarily, but it is simple. All you need to do is take ownership. Okay, not responsibility, that comes second. You need to take ownership. If I blame the devil for my porn addiction instead of owning my decisions and my addiction that I have built and developed, if I blame the devil, the devil governs that jurisdiction, which in this case is is the addiction itself. He is the one in charge of it. And I cannot do anything to change my addictive ways. But when I say, wait a minute, I'm the one who made those decisions. 
I'm the one who's been watching porn for 15 years. I'm the one who keeps saying that he's going to quit, but then always finds a way to fail again and relapse and, and be back here. I'm when, when I say, wait a minute, I own this. This is mine. Well, that that is incredibly humiliating, right? Like it takes real humility to do that. But it's also incredibly liberating because now I have the power to do something about it. Imagine owning a huge piece of land, wanting to build a mansion on that land. Okay, you want to build just this epic property and you want to have a pool in the back or you're going to dig out a pond and you know you want to you want to build like all, you want to just deck this thing out. But you can't access the land because you signed away the ownership to someone else. Well, until that person gives you the title back, until they give you ownership again, you can't build on that land. And some of you, some of you just needed to hear this today, the reason that you're stagnant, stuck and stifled is because you have signed away the ownership to the very area that you need breakthrough in. You're waiting for someone else or something else to change the area of your life that only you can change. And if that's you in recovery, I want you to hear this loud and clear. Taking ownership is the best thing, the most critical thing you can do in the recovery journey. And man, does it ever take humility. Man, do you have to swallow a huge gulp of pride to reach that place. But I'm telling you guys, on the other side of it, it is worth it time and time again. So look, if you're dealing with a victim mentality, take it from somebody who, who deals with this stuff all the time, literally all the time, still. Seven years clean, you know, a, a, a business, I was going to say successful business. I don't know if we're there yet, but we haven't folded and we've been going for a couple of years now. Um, you know, I'm able to pay the bills. I'm married to a beautiful woman. We're about to have our first kid. I, there's some good things going on in my life and I still deal with this thing all the time. Take it from me. If you can eliminate the victim mentality in the areas where you're struggling the most right now, especially when it comes to your addiction, you will see huge breakthrough. Guarantee it. Guys, thank you for listening. Please leave a rating or review on iTunes if you're listening especially, but on your platform if you saw value in this in general. And if you know somebody who maybe needs to hear this today, maybe they need to hear about Sathya Sam and all his victim ways just to give a little bit of encouragement and to remind someone that, hey, you, we go through this as well. Uh, please share it along. In the meantime, much love to you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great day. We'll talk soon. Bye-bye. Hey, everybody. It's Sathya again. Thanks for listening to Unleash the Man Within. I wanted to take a quick moment to let you know about a free ebook that I wrote for you called The Ultimate Guide to Porn Recovery. It provides a basic framework for the recovery process and a few of my top tips completely free of charge. You can get it now at www.ultimaterecoveryguide.com. That's www.ultimaterecoveryguide.com. Now, if you've been impacted by the podcast and you want to show some support in less than 60 seconds, there are three ways you can do that. First, you can leave a rating or review on your podcast platform. This lets people like you know that the content here is valuable. Secondly, you can share this episode with someone in your life that might benefit from the content. If you're passionate about helping other people experience freedom and success in their lives, this is one of the easiest ways to do that. And lastly, you can subscribe. I personally only listen to the podcast that I subscribe to. If you're seeking daily encouragement, guidance, and insight in your recovery journey, I highly recommend subscribing to Unleash the Man Within. Thanks for listening. 
I look forward to connecting with you very, very soon. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast by Sathya Sam and his guests are for general information only and should not be considered medical, clinical, or any other form of professional advice. Any reliance on the information provided is done at your own risk.